0: Let me, let me spend a couple of minutes on, on the subject of the Holy Spirit, because we need the Holy Spirit in everything that we do. Did you know that? In every single thing we do, we need the Holy Spirit. So last week, we talked a little bit about the helper. Holy Spirit is the helper, and this is in John. So if you turn in there or you're taking notes, this is in John chapter 14, 16 and 17. It says this, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. This is the helper. The Bible says, Jesus said, another helper. That means of the same kind, just like Jesus. He's going to go to the Father and he's going to send the Holy Spirit who's just like him so that they would recognize him when he came. He is the helper. Amen? He's the helper. Thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit's dual work in the believer, right? We talked about wells and rivers. So we make this distinction of what the Holy Spirit does in our lives, right? You cannot get born again. You cannot give your life to the Lord and have him change you on the inside without the Holy Spirit. And the Bible, Jesus specifically talks about wells of water. A well is something that you draw from. It's in you. And, and you draw it up into you and, and within you. That's the well of living water. And then he refers to the Holy Spirit as a well on the inside. When you get born again, the Holy Spirit seals you. Right, he, he lets you know by his presence, by his witness, that you are a child of God. That's the Holy Spirit, amen? And then Jesus also talked about rivers of living water that will flow out from us and to others, right? A well will help the people that are right around the well, the people that are willing to go there and draw. It's for us, it's for, it's for you, to draw the well of the Spirit of God up into the inside to refresh you and to strengthen you, amen, to nourish you. But a river... A river comes out and it flows downstream and it blesses people wherever its path is, right? Trees are rooted by the river. They don't don't die in drought. They produce fruit, right? And and there's things about a river that just continue to flow to be a blessing to people as it flows downstream. And this is another function of the Holy Spirit where he comes in us and flows from us and out to others. And this is what we see in Acts chapter 2 where the Holy Spirit came into the earth, Right? They were already believers in Jesus. They were already born again. They had made Jesus the Lord of their life. But he said, Terry, wait, and I will send the Holy Spirit and He will bring power so that you can be witnesses. Before then, they were not bold. After the Holy Spirit came, they were bold. Yes, amen. amen. So there's something about this extra experience with the Holy Spirit where he comes in us and fills us, right? And then flows out of us. And it's called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen? amen. So we're kind of we're going into these. Into the, we're going to keep leading into this so we understand this, this baptism of the Holy Spirit clearer and clearer. Amen? Amen. So I do want to mention real quick the, uh, the spirit of adoption. The spirit of adoption. <clears throat> now in Romans chapter 8, if you have your Bibles, turn there. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. It says this, For you did not receive the Spirit again to fear, But you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Amen? Amen. Then in Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 through 6, it says this, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were born under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. We are adopted. We are grafted into the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen? All of us. All of us. Men, women, children that make Jesus the Lord of the life. We are adopted. That's awesome. Amen. That's awesome, awesome, right? So we have to understand that we're all on the same playing field with this. We are all adopted in. And this is, this is where the... The governments of our past have gotten so far off. Is there's the, that's, that's where the roots of kind of racism has come from, where one race says, oh, no, we're, we're naturalized, and, and other people are adopted. It's not true. We are all adopted. We are all adopted in. Amen? And so when we start thinking about that, it's like, man, I've got tens of thousands, millions of brothers and sisters grafted in, adopted in. And this is who we are, amen? We are adopted. So it does help us with perspective. It helps us to think correctly about other people that may not look like us. We are all made in the similitude, the likeness of God. We all have the same chance at coming in and knowing him and being adopted into the family of God, right? It should change our perspective. It should change how we think and how we view people that don't look like us. Amen? It's important. It's important. Thank you, Lord. I've seen people, um, even friends, that have gotten themselves in trouble um, where they just, you know, they got themselves in situations where they're like, no, it's fine. It's fine. I can be here. I can be and have gone to even um, dangerous parts of the city just to prove that they were okay with any type of nationality. And you've got to just listen to the Holy Spirit. I mean, come on. Right? You don't have to prove anything, just love people. God will get you the right people in front of you that you can minister to. Did you know that? You don't have to go out and prove something. I remember a story about a gal that uh, called into a prayer line. And she was really upset. And when he finally got her cal- calmed down, found out why she was upset. Well, she would just gotten mugged. Somebody hit her over the head, taken her purse and ran away. And she was really upset, Bel- a believing woman. And he's like, oh, okay. He said, man, well, let's, let's pray for that. And, and they prayed, and she was still upset. And he, and he asked her, he said, well, let me ask you, just prompted by the Holy Spirit, um, you know, did you, did you have to be down in that part of the, the neighborhood? Did you have to be there? Where you were at, did you need to be there? And she goes, well, no. She said, but I just claimed the 91st Psalm that he would protect me, and I just went anyway. And he's like, okay, well, did you, did you have anything in you that said you probably shouldn't go? And it was quiet. She's like, "Well, yeah. I kind I kind of did have a check that I shouldn't go today, but I just quoted the 91st Psalm and I went anyway." And he was like, "This is this is the problem right here. You were in a place you should not have been because the Holy Spirit was checking you to not be there." He was saying, "Don't go. Don't go today. Don't go not don't go there ever. Don't go today." We got to listen to that. Amen. Be smart. Okay. Everybody all right? <laughs> this is my last point I just want to say this Jesus said the helper the Holy Spirit will be in us he'll be in us right that we would know that we are the adopted sons and daughters of God and Romans 8 16 says this the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit. You know what I mean? You know what it means when it says that. Uh, when, when somebody bears witness, they come alongside. It means that um, uh, you were at an intersection and you saw an accident, right? And how many of you know if you're on four different corners, you're going to get four different vi- versions, right, of what that what that accident happened and what it looked like. But you got a good shot at somebody standing near you from your perspective to come alongside and say, "Yeah, that's what I saw too. That's that's how I saw it." He that's that's called a co-witness bearing witness. The Holy Spirit will come alongside of your spirit and say yes You are a child of God That's how we know on the inside I know i'm a child of God. The Holy Spirit bears witness with my spirit. I know heaven is my home Amen And you should know that too be clear about it Make sure you know because he will bear witness with your spirit. You're right. You're right with him You are adopted in amen And so this is the Holy Spirit's work in us. This is just one piece. The Holy Spirit wants to live in us, move in us, flow through us, and use us for the glory of God, to use us in the kingdom like never before, in this season, in this hour, to be a blessing to people. Amen? To help us. He's there to help us. Help us in our jobs, help us with our families, help us in everything that we do. He's in us to help us, but he also wants us to be a blessing to others. So as we progress in through this Holy Spirit, we're going to see more and more revealed of who the Holy Spirit is in us and through us for other people. Come on, it's, it's a super important subject. And, and it's the reason why the Holy Spirit has been pushed aside, a tool of the enemy, for so long in churches. Like, we believe in him and he's there, but we don't really let him out of his box very often because you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> and it's just crazy. He wants to do wonderful magnificent glorious things but it requires the church to say yes to the holy spirit open up your entire life to him allow him to move and flow in you even if even if you're the cul-de-sac weirdo (laughs) oh that guy he's he's a christian he's one of those crazy ones telling you people go to the the people that know jesus in a time of trouble amen it's okay to be crazy for Jesus. Jesus was called a radical, right? Paul was called a radical. His disciples were called radicals. They did radical things. Nothing wrong with it. Amen? Can I pray for you?